right, but ready? yeah, I adore how you've got Phoenicia there. That's pretty fun. <laughs> I got to I'm gonna post it. It's like, hey guys, we're back doing this, and Mama's in the Mama's in the opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is Chris the Wingman. Daniel the Track Rat in the house. That's right. And you are listening to Wingman's Garage. Episode 141. 141. And for Ooh. those of you who are listening on Anchor and you're wondering where we went from 68 to 141, the lost episodes will eventually show up. I, and we, we say that rather loosely as well. They might show up. It might be like that weird uncle that you didn't invite to Christmas that shows up in a bathrobe in his boxers. So... I'm kind of wondering, for those of you out there in podcast land, if you actually want to hear all the other episodes, yeah, let us know. Shoot us a message on Facebook, uh, Wingman's Garage on Facebook. Because if you don't, right. we won't go through it, and we're not really. Yeah, it's, it, it, that's going to be work, but we'll do it if you guys want to hear it. Let's just take but, a vote. You know, yeah. say start again at 69, or actually continue with 141. I say we continue with 141 for all the people that were there through the whole thing. But <laughs> it's one of those deals where just because it's like. It's like the time between Return of the Jedi and a Force Aw- The Force Awakens. If you weren't paying attention to the expanded universe in between, do you actually you're missing a lot? You're of missing really a good lot stuff, but you're missing a lot of good stuff. But it doesn't mean that you can't jump in and watch the movies too. So it's right, okay. Right. I say we just continue with 141. That way we don't have to sit there and figure out how to renumber the shit. Well, if anyway, you, if you disagree with us, tell we us. We don't care. We love hearing from. Yes, you. we love hearing from everybody. That's but. right. Let's get into the news that we do know and the do news, have. The, the news that we have and we can discuss. Yep. And then we'll get into a new segment that we just decided on. Yeah, today. we just decided this on on this today. It, like ten like minutes literally ago. Literally 15 minutes ago. So right. it'll be this will yeah this is like the first like new segment for right. us. This will be Sadly, fun. this isn't breaking news because other people. Already talked about it. Yes. But it's still news. And news to us because we haven't discussed we're it. We're going to pretend that all five of you that are listening don't listen to other podcasts. True. So, I don't even know if, well, people have probably already talked about it, but I don't yeah. care. So let's start closer to home. Um, what are we starting with? With a new, it's like an, what, an exposition? Exhibition race? Yeah. This is a one off exhibition race. Just to, in all honesty, I called this back when DMG bought everything. Mm-hmm. I called it then. I literally found out that Daytona Motorsports Group was buying the AMA Road Racing Rule Book, and I called it. I said, eight years from now, it's going to be Ultra Classics painted up like NASCAR and around ovals. And everybody mm-hmm. looked at me, thought I was an idiot. 10 year 10 12 years later guess what we have we have baggers road racing at laguna mm-hmm. and i am incredibly on the fence about this i i like it to a point where it's opening up road racing to another segment which is what i way, appreciate the way buell did back when the back in the old formula extreme days we can talk about that shortly here second mm-hmm. but i have a problem with it being it just looks like a spectacle and a circus act to me. Right. So, a little backstory here. This is actually in conjunction with uh, Drag Specialties. Yeah. Which is 
Parts Unlimited, which is one of the biggest parts distributors the biggest, in the U.S. It's the biggest, one of the biggest parts distributors in the world. Right. Because so, when you see, when you watch World Superbike and British mm-hmm. Superbike and everything everywhere. else, it says Parts Europe, yep. Parts Asia. So Parts Unlimited is worldwide. So Drag Specialties has to be worldwide while Harley and the, mm-hmm. I don't want to say American, but like the, the, it's metric and like standard. It's, it's the, the V twin. The, the big twin yep. standard style. Mm-hmm. Bikes aren't nearly as pop- popular across the world as they right. are here. Right. But so drag specialties is their V twin, their big twin segment, big uh, twin segment distribution. Yeah. So they're they're basically covering everything that's Harley esque or Indian. Used to be Victory. Yeah. Uh, Harley or Indian, pretty yeah, much. That's pretty it. much. So they have talked to Moto America to make this happen, and again. It's very much an exhibition thing. It's an exhibition, and um, it's... <sighs> I, and like Daniel said, I I kind of like it for the fact that it is broadening the horizons and getting people or attempting to get people into it that haven't done it. Kind of like the hooligan flat track thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm on the fence with this, especially at Laguna of yeah. all places. Here's my problem. This is my big problem with this. You are willing to do an exhibition race with motorcycles that have zero business being on a racetrack. Mm-hmm. Trust me, been there, done that, picked them up. Mm-hmm. All right? Zero business being on a racetrack. I don't care how much money you throw at suspension and brakes and everything else. You can't polish. You polish a turd, it's still a turd. Mm-hmm. You just have, it's just shiny. Yeah. That's all it, it is. These are bikes that that aren't designed to do any of the things you'll be doing on a racetrack, much less Laguna. My problem is this. If you're going to sit there and create something like this, out of the blue, where there is probably maybe 2 to 3% interest in this happening, why can't you actually talk to some people that are into road racing? That Okay, granted, I know you want to bring more people in, but how about you talk to your road racing guys and say, hey, we uh, let's do this and actually cater to this this group because the the big twin market they don't give a shit mm-hmm. they don't care it's now granted there's a out at uh on the west coast they have a race they have a road racing class for dinas mm-hmm. which i'm all the about which guys yeah yeah that's phenomenal yeah. i'm all about that do that yeah but they're not but they're baggers. not baggers and i understand baggers are the biggest selling thing that harley and they all do right now that's mm-hmm. all well and good but mm-hmm. Like now you're turning this into a circus, and where are Americans are like the American Road Racing Series has always been a, has been a laughing stock since the mid 2000s, mm-hmm. when it stopped being a laughing st- it started being a laughing stock when DMG bought it, and then it turned into a five race championship. Yeah, it's been a laughing stock since then. So what are you doing? And I understand this is a completely different we're a completely different market and a completely different mentality toward motorcycle racing. Right. But you can't try and chase that a European style feeder series and everything else and then turn around and do this shit. Right. You can't do that. I mean, to make a bagger be able to do anywhere near what it needs to do on a actual road racing track, it's going to take a lot of work well, and see, a lot of money to make it happen as it is. The the buy-in for a bagger isn't exactly cheap. You can't go buy a three thousand dollar R six. No, see, and the problem, and the biggest issue with that is everybody's throwing a fit 
and bitching and moaning about cost control, and that's why Superbike Series and the grid sizes are so down. And now you're going to do this because a bagger buying in on a used bagger is damn near the a decent one is damn near the same price as a brand new GSXR thousand. Mm-hmm. So what are we actually trying to accomplish here? Right. That. Like it's, I'm at a loss. I don't know. Am I going to watch it? Absolutely, because it's going to be hilarious to me. Right. And will it be entertaining? Probably. Mm-hmm. But what the? F- Bring the XR1200 cup back. Bring right. the 883 cup back. If you're right. going to do this. Don't do fucking baggers, because that makes no sense. Right. I don't know if anybody listening is taking a bagger up to 115. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And they don't corner. They don't corner. They don't stop. They do one thing and one thing well. Mm-hmm. They hit about 80 to 85, and they go straight on interstate. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good at that. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Again, it's a good, it's a good attempt. There's a good thought behind it, but to make a bagger do what it needs to do just isn't within the realm of the majority of people out there. You want to know? This is my thing. You want to change stuff up. You want to change every like change things up and do something different. How about instead of running super stock thousand, running just stock thousands and full on super bikes? And for stock thousand, how about you run naked bikes? S one thousand R, Tuano V four R. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, the MT10, mm-hmm. um, Speed Triple R. Well, how about we do that? Make the performance levels about the same, where you can sit there and do this, that, and the other thing with them. But you kind of leave it stock, leave a cost cap of about twenty five, twenty eight grand to build the bike, and race that. How about we do that? How about mm-hmm. you inject something different in here? So yeah. or. I mean, if you're gonna, if you have to stick with an American brand, do something that's gonna make more sense. Again, they're not the fastest thing out there, but at least put the streets to good use. The Street 750. Well, see, the the thing about the Street 750 is that's homologated for like what for Twins Cup, right? Ain't nobody gonna do that. Yeah. Ain't nobody. Gonna, that, that's way too much damn work. Like road race the FTRs. Yeah. Road race those, but hell, road race that. Road race that Harley. Brooklyn or whatever the fuck it is that's coming uh, out soon. Yeah, yeah. Road race those things. Yeah, Let's do that. that makes sense. That, because baggers make no fucking sense on a racetrack. Unless they put them on an oval. No, flat track them. Fuck a bunch of a like. Let's okay. You want to have some fun? Flat track a bagger. <laughs> I'm all in on that. I'll go. I will corner work that shit for free. Just, just to, to watch, watch the <laughs> carnage. But no, I this this to me. Granted, I'll probably watch it just to see how it works out and just to see how dumb it looks. Because it's going to look like the European truck racing where it looks like they're driving 18-wheelers. That's what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. As entertaining as that is, there's zero point for that. Right. They're, I don't I don't understand what they're really trying to do outside of just trying to get some awareness. They're, no, this but, is exactly what they're doing. They're trying to get something to get people to tune, tune in at Laguna because mm-hmm. that's where all the manufacturers are. That's where all the big distributors are. That's the crown jewel of the AMA season. It's not Coda. No. Because that we're, they're just piggybacking off MotoGP, which mm-hmm. is okay. That's the way it's supposed to go. Laguna is the crown jewel, which I find hilarious to me because Laguna is – while the track's phenomenal, mm-hmm. it's a dust bowl, and it's a and granted, Laguna's hosted MotoGP and World Superbike and everything else. It's not there anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Why don't we do? Why is it the Crown Jewel Indie? Right. Since we're going to Indie this year. Right. Which I'm super pumped for. I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. Right. But what the actual hell are we doing? You know. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? This sounds like the kind of idea we have three cases of beer in. But yeah, this is the <laughs> dumb shit me, Dallas, and you, and all of us would come up with. Yeah. When we were. Three, you know, three cases in. It's like, hey, this sounds like a great idea. Let's let's road race. Let's get some baggers and do track days. Yep. No, that's that was a bad idea when you're drunk. That's mm-hmm. not even. That's a terrible idea sober. Like, what yep. are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I don't get it, man. But we'll see how it turns out, and I can, uh, I can say the corkscrew will be a lot of fun to watch. No, I mean, I'm glad. Okay, yeah, it'll be. You're fun. not going to be working it. No, so no, no, it'll be a lot one, more fun. Turn one. Is going to be awful. I guarantee you, two laps in, turn one, mm-hmm. not Andretti. I'm talking the, the kink and the front mm-hmm. street where you come up and the MotoGP bikes are downsiding that. Mm-hmm. I want no part of that corner. Like corner <laughs> working, anything. Because I guarantee you, somebody's going to get in there. He's going to be throw, he's going to throw that bike in, mm-hmm. and he's going to get into the most violent head shake you're ever going to see, and it's going to wad himself up mm-hmm. going in there. And that wall is really damn close on the right-hand mm-hmm. side. So yeah, I just I don't understand, but you know what? It's not our money, not my money, not my bike, and you know what? It's not our be, show. <laughs> it's gonna be fun to watch everybody wander shit up. I hope nobody gets hurt. I hope and pray nobody gets hurt. But you're gonna see a lot of shit wadded up. Mm-hmm. A lot it's gonna, of expensive and it's gonna, metal, and I'm gonna sit there and look at it and go, "Y'all can't." If people what did are you doing, think was gonna happen? If people are doing this, you cannot throw a fit about how expensive building a super bike is. Next you thing can't you know. do it. There'll be baggers on the Isle of Man. I guarantee you that will never happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, we're, like, the Isle of Man residents and the Irish are pretty fucking crazy. And they're pretty dumb. They can be pretty stupid at times. They're not that dumb. No. no. They know better than that. Because, mm. you know, they've had at least one crazy asshole get up there and try and do that shit. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, they're looking at it and go, uh-uh. No. Listen, <laughs> Mad Sunday I know is a circus, but still, you know some jackass is trying to take a street glide mm-hmm. around the Isle of Man course way too fast and end up a mile down the mountain. Yeah. You know that's happening. Yep, absolutely. All right. All right. So, enough about the shit show. Um, no, let's move on to another shit show. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely is another another shit show because what in the absolute hell? Um, no, I think this qualifies as a what in the absolute fuck. Well, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Like, this is bad. This is really bad. So, one of the things we were super happy to see come back, the what, two years ago, three years ago About now? two and a half years ago. Um, was one of the most storied marks in all of motorcycle history. Um, talking about Norton coming back. Um, well, it was short-lived because they're going away again. And it's... This is the worst thing that could possibly happen when you get a brand that is as storied as Norton Mm -hmm. and has the potential that Norton has Mm -hmm. with the Dominator, that parallel twin street bike Mm -hmm. cafe, like high-end street bike cafe racer they had Mm -hmm. with, uh, I don't remember the name of the super bike, but God, that thing was gorgeous. Mm Mm-hmm. That thing ran at the Isle of Man. It had Josh Brooks on it, the Isle of Man, the first year they ran it with a V4, yeah. a Prelude V4 in it. Yeah. McGinnis ran it. You know, and then they were working on a lightweight twins bike. And then now, given a lot of 
people are looking at this now, and now that they have closed, it's coming to light that this was all run by like two or three con men. Mm-hmm. Yep. That people ordered bikes and paid full. And never got anything. 18 months ago, and they still haven't gotten their shit. Yep. So and it's, it, it, and it was getting funded by the state. Yeah. They were getting state funding for this to help build British manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I read the article. Toby Moody, Toby Moody of uh, Motorsport Magazine fame. No, Max Ox, Matt Oxley. Toby Moody's a uh, commentator for MotorGP. Matt Oxley of Motorsport Magazine. Moto, like, they're, he's one of the top MotoGP um, commentators and writers on the planet. He wrote a thing about it. I read it, and I don't know exactly every how everything works over in England, how the laws are and everything, but what the fuck? Right. How do you... How? How does this happen? Yeah. Is what's my thing. Right. For it to have slipped past everybody to become such a gigantic con, that's truly disappointing. Yeah. Like, it's... Now, I'm sure someone down the line, just like anything else, will pick it up and run with it. And like Indians done for five five or six yeah, times. Yeah, and Triumph did for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, somebody picks up the torch and actually does something with it. You know, my biggest problem with Norton coming back, and again, I love the fact that they're back. Unfortunately, it was totally mismanaged. Um, the thing I loved about it, or the thing I didn't love about it, was, again, they were building super high-end motorcycles. And that's what Norton should have been doing anyway, because that's no, what they did. No, to bring a company like that back and be successful, it needs to be more accessible. And I, I understand, well, now looking back at it now, we really understand the point behind it, kind of like when Eric Buell started EBR, yeah. being more of a boutique bike, he had to charge more because he was producing less, but he needed to charge more to be able to produce more anyways. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But for Norton to come back, I don't know, I'm not saying they need to charge, you know, like $8,000 a bike. No, no. They can go more along the Ducati or the higher end Triumph side of scale, but forty thousand dollars a motorcycle. I was looking at it more. I was looking at Norton more along the lines of like the English MV. You yeah, know? because like your Dominator was, I think it was like twelve to fourteen thousand pounds. So around here, it's like sixteen grand. Yeah. Okay, they're not building them in big numbers. Mm-hmm. They're not going after that market. They're going after the more well heeled guy. Yeah, the more. That yeah. the the super bike they had they had to develop they developed their own V four mm-hmm. so you're paying for that development right. you're paying for all of that and you're paying for something they're probably only going to make like what fifteen hundred a year right. at most on the best year possible. Well, again, let's look at that because so, the flip side to that is especially with them being funded by the government partly funded partially, they partially still they, they were getting tax break they were getting tax credits mm-hmm. and they were getting partially funded to help build yep. British manufacturing. To my knowledge, right. I could so, be completely wrong. On so this. here's the deal: you you were comparing it to MV. Yeah, MV's been around forever. So more, more or less consistently, <laughs> they've had they've had their <laughs> they've issues. been really low at times. Yeah, they've had, <laughs> but they they didn't shut down for how many years? True, Norton's been dead for a while. Again, for for a company like Norton, and again, let's use uh, Modus as a fantastic example. 
Yeah. Because Modus was, again, if you don't know what the Modus is, you've never been to Barber because that's where they all live. Uh, Modus was... Yeah, Mr. Barber's got yeah, all of them. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, and as we've learned at the last Vintage Days... At Vintage Days, yeah. All the Modus owners around the country always come back to Barber. Always come back to Barber because... So, Modus was an American-made sport touring motorcycle based on their own V4, and it was a fantastic... Movement. And, and it was a fantastic idea and a fantastic design, mm-hmm. but. But it again, it comes executed. down to the Well, not necessarily executed. It was. I think a lot of it was just like the Norton. They're producing a premium bike when no one knows who they are in the first place. Yeah. Same thing with Norton. They've come back out of the shadows for 40 that years or so. And they say, hey, we're back. By the way, my, our motorcycles start at 20 grand. It's, some, it's almost like somebody they, trying to bring BSA back. Right. You you need to start off something like that. You need to get the bike in people's hands. Yeah. You need to get people riding it. You need to get people buying it. Mm-hmm. And if you make it approachable enough, say 12 grand, that's reasonable for reasonable. maybe – don't put all the bells and whistles on it. You don't the, need to for, for the, 12 for the, grand. For the parallel twin, the dominator, like yeah. going after like your Thruxtons and yeah. that kind of you stuff. You make yeah. it a nice bike for 12 grand. Oh, you want a fantastic bike? Yeah, that's going to cost you 18 to 20. Yeah. You want the, the absolute best? It's going to cost you a lot more than that. But we'll build it for you yeah. if you want it. It's just – it's – and again, we're looking at it as Americans that we just – we don't know how it all went now. No. Well, we don't know the actual yeah. inner workings because honestly I haven't looked and this is everything from what I've gleaned off the article. Yeah. But, you know, if you if you built a Norton motorcycle that's accessible to the average – let's just say – just go with the – Not even average. The, like a little bit above average. Well, yeah. Well, if it's accessible to – 50% of the British market, the higher, the more well-heeled British market. I'm saying for like top 40, top 35%, you're good. If you make it accessible yeah, to them, accessible. and I'm talking on, on the, the base model. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You make yeah. it accessible to them, mm-hmm. just at home, yeah. they would have bought it. And that's not even including the rest of us over here and across the, rest the pond of us, yeah. that Anywhere are white else. geeks. Yeah. So, like My thing about it is like on a boutique brand like that, if I'm doing a boutique brand, I'm and I'm building something for people to aspire to. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about. Like, I, this is going to sound really douchebaggy and really egotistical, and this is probably about the. This is probably the biggest dickhead thing that's ever going to come out of my mouth, which is saying a lot. If I'm building a boutique bike brand, and I have a set amount of money that I have to get for each bike that to make this properly and to make me happy as a business owner and a bike owner, mm-hmm. like a brand owner, I'm not super worried about the people that can't afford it right now. I want to build something for the people that can't afford this, that want that, and here's this in the market. I It's like Arch. Mm-hmm. Arch is killing it, but how many people can actually afford an $85,000 motorcycle just right. walking in the door? Right. Well, here's the, the flip side to that. And again, maybe I'm splitting hairs here, but Arch is, hey we're new this is what we built bam it doesn't help the Keanu's on the back of that too but it doesn't hurt at all no it doesn't hurt one bit but it's but again you're coming out with something you're coming out with an icon from the past that really should still be around yeah period 
I get the boutique side of it. And again, I mean, let's look at it. Aprilia makes the, what was it, the GTW? I'm getting the total, the, the designation wrong on the, the Tuano. The one that's 270, 270 horsepower. Oh, no, that's the RSVFW. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah. But again. Made 25 of them. Yeah. And they're like two hundred fifty grand each. Well, not that much, but they're about they're they're, they're, they're a lot of money. They're six yeah. they're six figure motorcycles, but they're not that. But I mean, but again, they only make twenty five of them. And Aprilia, yeah. how many shivers does Aprilia sell in a year? Right. You but, know. But again, there's that. But they also do, and again, Aprilia uh, things like the know. shiver and the mono, they're slightly more MTO nine ish pricing. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't need to water it down that far. No. But again, if you if you're looking for longevity in a brand, yeah, in a brand, not not a boutique bike builder, but as a brand, yeah, you do have to spread. Ducati's got the scrambler. That well, they had the well, okay. they've had the monster for well, how the long? The monster saved the company, and, and so did the scrambler. Yeah. So they only do stuff like. Sorry about construction again, if you hear that. But the thing about it is. Ducati had already been a brand for a long time, and they'd mm-hmm. already had that. Mm-hmm. And they, Ducati started off making sewing machines and cam, like film cameras and, and all radios. that. And radios. Back in the day. So, but But I again, when we're coming to things like Norton, to have survived, first, they not to have, need to not have con men running the show. That, but yeah. again, it, that that's my problem with it. They need to have something for people to get into and say... I've got a Norton, but the Norton I really want is that. Yeah. They they need something to whet people's appetite and get them you on You need something them. to get somebody in the brand. Yeah. I Which mean, it's kind of like Harley-Davidson and their t-shirts. <laughs> kind of a weird example, but it is. Harley-Davidson is the largest cosplay company on the planet. <laughs> so, Fight I mean, me. <laughs> how many people are wearing Harley t-shirts yet don't ride? 90% of them. Case in point. Yeah. You get it in people's hands, and now that, now it's in their head saying, man, one of these days, I need to buy a Harley. We're sorry. But <laughs> no, one of these days, you're going to figure shit out. You're like, hey, I don't know if I really want one of these. Or not. Or not. Whatever. But anyways. I don't care. I'm an equal opportunity rider. Yeah. If it's not going to kill me, I'll probably ride it. If it's not going to fall apart while I'm riding it. I was going to say, it's like, rephrase that, because yeah. if it's going to try and kill me, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. Murderous intent or the thrill of exhilaration? I don't care either way. (laughs) I'm in. Anyways, so that's the news that we've got um, about Norton. Again, there's a lot more to this than we're touched on because this is about all we know. Um, Let's move into our new segment. The new segment. Okay. So... Chris and I were talking about something earlier, like literally 10, 15 minutes before we started recording this. And... We came up with the idea of, let's get a segment for Daniel to throw a fit and something that pissed Daniel off on Facebook this week. And this is going to be specifically motorcycling, unless I find something else that kind of ties in but kind of doesn't. But what pissed off Daniel's motorcycling ideals on Facebook this week? dun dun We might come up with some intro music. We might not. Who cares? I already have it in the mind. Oh, Christ. This is going to be fun. So, what pissed me off this week? So, someone threw a trivia question out there. Can we name names? Do we name companies that did this? Can I throw companies under the bus a little bit? Or, no? Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Let's get a little bit bigger. We still want people to listen to this. We still want people to listen to this. So, there is a, there a company that makes 
parts for road racing. And that sounded enough sounded like a fart, didn't it? Wow. It very if you much heard did. that, if you hear that, we're sorry. So and they asked who was the only person to win an Isle of Man race, Isle of Man TT race, the only American to win one. Now, everyone answered Dave Roper, 1984, which is true. He did win one in 1984. It was a, it was either a classic race. I think it was a vintage race on a 500cc something. I can't remember what the bike was. And he did win it. Dave Roper in 1984 did win a TT race at the Isle of Man. Good for Dave Roper. Congratulations. You're faster than me. You'll always be faster than me. I will never argue whether or not that's an amazing accomplishment or not. I'm not taking it away from you from that. But apparently in this company's eyes, the TT Zero doesn't fucking matter. Because last time I checked, Mark Miller won it in 2010 on the MotoSys. So you're going to sit there and argue and say that didn't happen and Mark Miller didn't fucking win when he did it on an American team as an American rider and went over there and won. Sorry, that pisses me off. Most well, electric, it doesn't count. It doesn't fucking matter. It's a fucking race win, isn't it? I don't give a shit if we're racing turtles. I He fucking won. And it, it, Sorry, but I'm a big Mark Miller fan, and he and I are acquaintances. But that shit pisses me off. Because you sit up there saying, Ameri- and literally an American badass didn't do what he did. Mm-hmm. As an American, and an American company saying that. Like, what the fuck, guys? Mm. Come on, man. He probably ran your shit when he was club racing and stuff. Get out of here. And that's what made Daniel mad this week. Okay, we're done with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so apparently in the break, um, I found out something that's slightly terrifying. Um, They now have CPO condoms. (laughs) Certified pre-owned. Certified pre-owned, pre-used condoms. I... Uh, like like the comedian said, I'm all about saving the planet. I watch the Planeteers. I watch Captain Planet. But if this is recycling, I'm gonna chop every damn tree down. I'm throwing plastic in the streets. I don't care. Nope, <laughs> not gonna do it. <laughs> so uh, that is our. That's the non motorcycling interlude for the show. The things that Daniel finds when I'm not around. Oh, it's so funny though. Uh, oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> Certified oh. pre-owned. You better check the blue book on that. <laughs> What's the NADA value? Oh God! Uh, is the value? No, I'm not making that joke. No, we're no, gonna, no. not going to make that joke. I'll make that joke later. Uh, anyway, so back to what we were thinking about. Going to talk about? <laughs> I've lost it. Like that killed me. What are we talking about now? There we go. And a rabbit hole. <laughs> God, I hope not. That'd be awful. Don't oh, worry, it's just gently used. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, um, so Jesus one of the things that we discussed in the last. <laughs> We're going to keep this in the show just because it's funny to us. All right, go. One of the things we discussed last episode uh, about the topic is we're going to go and revisit um, an old topic of ours Mm -hmm. from way back when. And we're talking about the Dream Garage. Yeah. Um, This actually comes off of something going around on the Facebooks about, you know, if you had either – there's two. There's one of the pictures of interesting motorcycles. Yeah. Um, There's another one that's been going around a bunch of the other ones. And it's basically – well, we'll go with this one because it's more interesting. Yeah. Um, if you could pick any motorcycle, money un- is not a problem. You pick the one that you want. What would it be? Just one? We're going to go with just one. 
Because it, it makes things harder, because now you don't have options. I know. That's what kills me, because, like... I mean, any motorcycle. Now, this kind of tags along with some other friends of ours out in the West Coast. Oh, they have the they're up-the-butt yeah. bike. Well, see, we, we you and I have already discussed that there's three oh, levels to that. There are several levels but, of yeah. degrade. Like, degrading things. Yeah. That, yeah. Anyway. But it's... Like, if we have to pick one bike, uh-huh. one, uh-huh. I can't... This is your desert island motorcycle. I'm not buying... If I'm stuck on a desert island, I'm not getting well, a bike. You know, I'm going to get a boat. <laughs> and, uh, like, I'm going to get a jet ski. The one bike... But, the one bike that you've always wanted, you can have now. It can be any bike. This is a But it's not one. my only bike. I, I can have this motorcycle. And you can still have the S1000. Yeah. So I can have everything else I've already got in the garage. Yeah. This is like, I can't buy anything else after this one? Yes. Okay, I'm okay with that. Um, and it can be anything. I mean, we can make it, we can do the other challenge that was on POIM. We'll do both. Because um, this one, now you have to put some thought in. Yeah, this one I have to think about. Um, because I've got... I've got everything I need for the track. Ish. Jesus. Um, I mean, I'll throw out some of the examples that people were talking yeah. about. Obviously, some people are just like, I'm going to get a bag. Very high bar. Um, that a couple of people say. I'm it's gonna, like, I'm, no, I'm not making that joke. Either. Some people are like, I'm going to get a. Hell. Lost it. I just lost the name. And it literally was right here there until dude hit the saw down there. Like. You just cut it out of my brain. Jesus, wow. Um, I didn't even see it. Um, baggers, like, what do you like, like a Panigale or something like that? Like, what are they saying? Well, I mean, there's baggers, there's, I'm going to buy an H2. Oh, fuck um, that. I mean, very pedestrian stuff. Yeah. Um, Man, like, okay, so I'm at it to the garage. Several, several people said, I'm going to buy a Britain. If money was completely not a problem. See, the problem, the only thing, the only problem I would have with a, owning a Britain is I wouldn't want to ride it because I wouldn't want I, a I wouldn't feel worthy enough to ride it personally, and B if I did ride it and I wanted it up, I'm destroying a piece of artwork. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I would have that sitting in my living room, mm-hmm. and I'd take it out and cruise it once or twice a year. Maybe take it to a track day once a and year. be very gentle with and it. and be very <laughs> gentle with it and that. But it's like there's only twenty five of them. You know, um, yeah, some other people are going for the Desmo Sedici. Um, those are cool. That popped yeah. in my head, but I don't know. Twelve ninety nine. Someone else said a Y two K. No, God, someone no. said that. Uh, what was it the Tomahawk? Which is the fuck is a Tomahawk? Oh, that said Vi- Viper V ten. You know what? Yeah. I would actually think about having one of those just to have it. But honestly, money's no object. I can pick anything out of the like anything out of my own imagination. The newest light cycle from Tron. I know that's not really it, but no. I mean, um, if you're going to do that, I go. I do a speeder bike from Return of the Jedi. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what I really, really, really want. Um, but honestly, motorcycle wise, proof that uh, stormtroopers actually can hit something. Yeah, they hit trees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's honestly, what was something that was. Here we go. That Confederate. Hmm. That Confederate, that high, the mm-hmm. all bells and whistles Confederate that we saw down in Birmingham. Yeah. Like, if I'm adding to my garage and I can't add anything else after this, 
I'm at I'm that Confederate, that big one with the mm-hmm. fuel tank or whatever it was. It's clear. It's just the skeleton on it. The one that Makoto Endo was doing the painting of. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's what I want. There you go. And my taste has changed dramatically since we started the show, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Well, I mean, it's a Confederate. You know? Yeah. At least you didn't say the Magpul Ronin. That, well, that's, that's, that would, that was going to come up in the next conversation. But, because I dig that bike a lot. I don't know if I I like it more than, not not more than Confederate. No, definitely not more than Confederate. But, I would, if, if I had the opportunity to get a Confederate, or whatever whatever the hell it is now, Mm -hmm. that, or that electric bike they had, did you see that? Mm-hmm. That thing was amazing. Yeah. Like, that was, that blew my mind. Yeah. Like, I, I know with electric vehicles and everything, you your design takes, what you can design into the bike mm-hmm. or car or whatever are incredibly, it's infinite things. Right. So, it just changes everything up so you don't have to have a gas tank. You don't, all right. you need is a spine and a place to put the, like, the, the batteries, batteries and the motor. The, yep. And that's it. And it's usually the batteries. The batteries would take the most, take the most yeah. space, but. If I couldn't have that, it'd be a Magpul, Ronin. Like, because that go. that bike has always been something that I've wanted to do or wanted to have. Right. Like, I understand. Like, I could get an eleven twenty five and do my own little version of it. I'm not going to have the CAN bus stuff and like the keyless entry, keyless start, and all that shit. But you could do something kind of close and make it your own. Right. But I'm not kidding you. That bike is. I remember seeing the thing, and I, when it when I first got wind of it. Mm-hmm. however many years ago it was I was like look at this shit I sent it to you and you're like holy shit yeah so yeah if I couldn't get a confederate a magpul wrote it there you go yeah hmm I guess it's my turn then uh huh alright it's a tough call it is a tough call it's really hard it is difficult because like on if it's money doesn't matter you can have anything you want I have a thought but again it's like the brute yeah I never ride it no I would Absolutely never ride it because, uh, one, I definitely wouldn't be worthy of this bike. No. Um, and two, I would hate to even just drop it in the, the garage, slipping on something. This is one of these bikes that I hate to – I wouldn't I even want to sneeze on. Do you know what bike I'm thinking? I'm getting close, but let me know here. 2006 MotoGP Champion. Oh, yeah. 211V? Yeah. That bike. The that- 69 bike. <sighs> Money was no object, and I could have that. If you could have that, granted, there's a lot of hoops you'd have to jump through, and you'd have to probably fight some Yakuza guys, Mm -hmm. because you know how they are with getting Mm -hmm. cultural icons out Mm -hmm. of that. But let's just say, if if there was no issue to me owning the bike, that would be the bike, even though... You'd never start it. I'd never start it. You'd I'd never probably never sit on it. No, you'd sit on it, but you'd never start it. Again, I'd sit on it. That particular bike, I don't know if I like could. Like the Laguna bike from 05 or the Laguna like for 06? The one he won on. 05 or 06? 06. The championship? Yeah. yeah. 06. Yeah. The okay. one that he went around with Pops. 06. Uh, Valencia? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 because he did it 05. He won the first race at Laguna in 05. Right. And then he won it again in 06. Because yeah. he won that race and he won Hassan. Yeah. The one... God, we're going... I'm going deep nerd dive on that yeah. one, aren't I? But Jesus. that bike... Again, yeah. I, it would be one of those things... It would be enshrined mm-hmm. as if it is already isn't. Yeah. It, but, it more than likely is. It's so, it's in the Tachigi Museum. Yeah. It has so let's be. let's reel it back a bit because, again, I want something I'd actually ride. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm 
if money was no object, I might take a dive into an arch. Yeah. Like or, that. I'm in on that. Or I would... I don't know. I might have Beppo make something. I Peppa would be on my... Well, see, how about we do this? Bike that you can already get a hold of that's already done, and then we can go into another conversation on this to probably close the show out and say, who would be the top three people we would want to build us something? How about true, that? True, true. Let's do that. Um, That's a tough goal. Well, what's the bike first? What's the first bike that you're going to... Like, money, you can, obviously can't get the 211V, because mm-hmm. that's just never going to happen. And if it did, we'd all... It's the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Being that I love the Italian stuff, I could go with the Desmo. But, but again, you can, they're phenomenal. Yeah, I saw we had a guy show up on one at NCM, mm-hmm. blew my mind, mm-hmm. and that bike transitioned faster than anything I've ever seen. And but now I'm at I'm at the tough spot where it's like I want something I know I'll actually ride. Yeah, so I could say a suitor, but <laughs> no, no. <laughs> as much as I love that one, because. Frick, when he shows up with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all drool over it, and he's always the nicest guy in the world when he brings it out. Mm-hmm. I, we always thank him profusely. Yeah. That guy can flat ride. He's very, very good, and he's terrified of that motorcycle. As you should be. As you should be. But, and he's he's a phenomenal rider. Mm-hmm. But it's like when if somebody like that comes up to me and goes, I, he's like, I can't even get this out of rain mode. It terrifies me. Mm-hmm. What? There's no way. I couldn't ride. I mean, I'd try, but I'd probably be one of those things where I'd crack it. And, I mean, we all know I've done some dumb shit on some high-power motorcycles. But I guarantee you that thing, I'd rack it once, and I'd be like, nope, I'm done. I can't ride this. Yeah. Like, that's one of those, like, I could not ride that bike. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably, I'm torn between either the Street Fighter V4 or the Super Bowl <sighs> Man, I oh god! Since like, well, you've got the Diablo, mm-hmm. so there's your naked bike. Mm-hmm. The well, Super Veloce. I'm sorry, this, like the the new V4 Street Fighter is phenomenal. That's mm-hmm. a cool bike, but that Super Veloce. That's just one of those things you look at it and you go, "It's I don't on get wheels." Like that's that's one of those you just look at that and you're just like, like that's heart stopping. Like the V4 Street Fighter is pretty. That Super Veloce is one of those yeah. things. It's like. You, you don't cheat on your wife ever, mm-hmm. but that would feel kind of like I would be cheating on a wife or a girlfriend because that's how sexual that is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like. I mean, let's, let's rewind back to the controversial promo video they did. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but still though, that's like, yeah. if I rode that, I would literally have to apologize. If I, if I was not single at the time, mm-hmm. I would look at them and go, look, I'm sorry, but this is going to be. This is about as sexual as I'm going to be, mm-hmm. other than with you. All right? Like, I can't – like, that – I obviously, I can't even talk about it. Like, <laughs> I yeah, that would be yeah. one of those where I would ride that. I would take that to the track and see what it was like. I'd probably be like, yeah, no, I can't do this again. Uh-huh. But – One lap, I'm good. <laughs> Got it out of my system. I'm good. Like, let's 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 get out of here. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I think I, that's the I way – I vote Super Veloce. I go with that. All right, let's expand on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five motorcycles. Five bikes. Okay. Five bikes that you want to have and ride 
once. I'm owning this, but I only get to ride it once. Only get to ride it once, and we're going to take away anything that uh, Nikki won on. Okay. And let's take away... How about just ride once, not owning? We'll do that? Let's put it this way. Collector's bikes that you get to ride once, but haven't belonged to anyone. Just okay. in general. Gotcha. Just in general. Gotcha. It's a rental bike, but it's the greatest rental bikes of all time. Fairly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my first one would be a Tamborini T12. Nice. Good choice. Only because it's the last bike designed by the greatest motorcycle designer of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it Everything is handmade. It is stunning. And it is a world superbike BMW motor and, and a, the most amazing Italian suit. So, yeah, Tamborini T12. Okay. That'd be the first one I'd have. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, RC-166 Honda. Oh, the six-cylinder with the... Six-cylinder, two-stroke? Two-stroke? Yeah. Was it a two-stroke? 252-stroke, six-cylinder. God, the pistons have to be the size of a quarter. About that big. (laughs) (laughs) And rev it like, what, 18,000 RPM, something stupid? Yeah. Just, no, ride it once. I think that bike showed up at Barber for Vintage Fest one year. Or or like one of those recreations. Mm -hmm. Uh, My next one... If I'm just riding it, it's gonna like I'm gonna get the two track bikes out of the way. Um, probably Joey Dunlop's RC51 from the 2000 Isle of Man TT, where he won it in 48. Nice, like that bike. It was a World Superbike motor from Aaron Slight. Again, he's 48. He hadn't won anything in a while, and he got off, just got loose, and disappeared. So, yeah, that bike, that RC51 from 2000, the red, yellow bike with the air and slide motor and all that shit. Yeah, there's that one. Okay. We'll get the two. All right, those are my two track bikes out of the way. Um, Of choices. Mm-hmm. MH900 Ducati. Mike Hailwood. The seven, like the original Mike Hailwood 78 from. No, the one that they did back in the 90s. Oh, that weird looking hat, like mm-hmm. quarter fairing. Yeah, there was one at Ducati Island. Somebody rode one to Ducati Island at Coda. Yep. It was in the parking lot. I sent you a picture of it. Yep. Just yeah. one ride. That's a cool bike. Just one ride. Get that out of my system. Very cool bike. Yeah. Um,. An actual, like, an actual knucklehead bobber. Like a traditional, old school, knucklehead, girder front fork, rigid, just pretty much the Jason Momoa bike from Road to Paloma. Right. Something like that. Like a skinny bike. I just get that out of my system because it's it's in my system. I need to get it out of my system, but I don't know anybody that's got anything like that. Right. And I'm not one to try and build one, because that's... Right. Knucklehead motors, forget it. Right. Those things are $10,000 now. But... Okay. Something like that. Okay. Let's see. Number three would be an AJS Porcupine. 
It's a supercharged bike. You always supercharged talk about. bike. Yeah. yeah, it won once and never won again. It's such a quirky bike. In order to prime the fuel pump, they had to lift the bike up into a twelve o'clock position. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just weird Pretty one. much, almost all of them live at Barber. Yeah, because there's only like five of them. Um, and they're worth. No, there's like eight. Whatever. They two of them are out in the world. They they killed number six to make one of them run. Yeah. Um, number four. All right, so I did the chopper. Um, they did a an RC forty five. And this is going real deep. This is like deep, 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 deep cut. They did an RC45 with a V5 motor in it when they were developing the RC211V. Mm-hmm. So, one of those, just to sit there and feel how goofy that shit is. Just once. That's all I want. RC45 with a V5 in it. It just, to me, that just sounds insane. But, that would be number four. Okay. Number four. I cannot remember the name of the builder, but it's a French cable. Uh, okay. Boutique? Boutique. There you go. Boutique bike. And basically, it's a SNS motor, but it's built like a monster. Oh, I know that builder. I can't think of it either. Oh, I know who that is. And I saw that. It's basically this gigantic V-twin. I saw that. With, it's not an FCR build. No, Shit. it's not FCR. Um, I want to say it starts with like a Z, but I'm probably wrong. It's not Zaxby because no. that's a goofy car shit. Um, and chicken. <laughs> that one took me a minute. <laughs> anyway, um, I know what the I know the bike you're talking. It's about. in one of the books I have, and yeah. I I remember seeing it and like, all right, I don't like the 45 degree engine, but I love the bike. Yeah, I don't like um, So, yeah, that's it. Whatever it is, that's it. That's All number right. four. Last one. Um, hmm. Probably I want to ride There was a guy that built a turboed VMAX that did mm-hmm. this ridiculous thing. Yeah. I, want, I, did, I can't think of a bike that described it, but back in the, the mid-2000s, back when I first started really riding and everything else, 2006, I really, really, really got into like the European Street Fighter thing, mm-hmm. and they were building some like the French. Like I don't know what it is. Maybe it's all the extra garlic in the diet or whatever. They were building some crazy ass V Maxes, hmm. like nitrous and turboed V Maxes. Gotcha. Like I'm, I, I want to ride one of those. It scares shit out of me, but I, that I would want to ride one of those. All right, number five is a tie. Wins or not? Double, yes. Oh, God. I'm either stuck between a Laverta Jota 1000. Mm-hmm. It's a parallel twin, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, no. A Manx. Norton Manx. Yeah. I just want to know what the deal was all about. A Norton Manx. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would enjoy that. 
that would be, yeah. Okay. All right. Last thing. Last thing. Let's go with the other one, the one that was on. The, How many, like, this is builders, a, right? Yeah. How many builders are we going with? Because I've already, if. Let's go with two, just to make it a little more difficult. Because if I say three, you'll have all these people. Yeah, I already, yeah. like, you were going to say three, and I've already got all three picked. Yeah. Now you said two, now I'm going to pick. You asshole! All right. First, you have to pick a bike. Okay. For them to work on. Can I pick one that they've already done? But it has to be the same bike between the two. Wait, I'm picking a motorcycle for two different people to build me? Mm hmm. So they each get one. Oh, of oh. the same bike. Okay. Well, hang on. Can they make their own frame? Can I just pick the motor? Because well, these, these guys are going to make their own frame. Their own frame. This is the bike that you say, I want this bike. Here. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Triumph Speed Triple. Okay. I'm going to take that to Peppo. Uh-huh. And I take it to Wooly from Deus Ex. Nice. Because I've seen Wooly do that MV that Wooly did. Uh-huh. And he does phenomenal stuff. Anyway, he did that custom S1000R for Orlando Bloom. Yes. That bike was stunning. I, I saw that and I go, if I had, if they made that in like a kit, mm-hmm. I would have had one. But nice. that bike was epic. And anything Peppo does is going to be phenomenal anyway. Right. So, I mean, it's Peppo. Mm-hmm. A close third, a very close third. I know he probably wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. but a very close third is Walt Siegel. Because I've always dug his stuff. Yeah. I need to look his, look his stuff up again. Because there was rumors about him doing a kit. Really? There was rumors. Because hmm. I was going to say, it's like if there's a kit, there might be an SD4 that might donate itself to that. <laughs> anyway. I would take... Hey, your own question stumped you. That's why I said that. Okay, I, I didn't want it to be easy. I got you. You had it easy. I would take... It's because my ADD kicked in, didn't kick in right then. That's why. <laughs> I'll take a Street Fighter 1098. Okay. And I will give one. Just okay. because I want to see what he would do with it. I give one to Shinya Kimura. Oh, the guy that created the brat thing with Yamaha. Okay, yeah. I'll give one to him just to that. see what he comes up with. I get it. The second one's harder. I would throw suggestions out, but that might influence your choice. This is really good for radio, too, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I can edit some of this. True. Uh, see, I don't know what direction I'd want the other one to go. Just Kamira's going to brat the shit out of it. He's going to make a custom frame. It's going to yeah. look like a bratted out V-twin. Yeah, he would. Well, he did one. I forget what bike it was. It might have been a Thruxton that actually had a full fairing. And it looked badass. It was all hammered yeah. aluminum, but it yeah. looked badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's... Just because I'm curious to see what they would do with it, I give it to the guys at Arch. That was not somebody I was thinking, but yeah, 
That is exactly that is a wonderful idea. Here's the bike. Do what you think you do with it. Put your spin on it. Yeah. If I was crazy flat track enough, I'd probably take it to take it rolling. Yeah, but not not doing that. You know who we did? We you and I both forgot about that would be really good. Revival. Yeah. Because when they took that eighteen hundred cc boxer that they that BMW built for that cruiser mm-hmm. they got coming out in a couple mm-hmm. of like next year, and that birdcage frame they did for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's gorgeous. Okay, so we'll talk about customs next next week. Yeah, we'll talk about all the custom bikes that we saw that we loved, and That's then it. yeah, and then we'll talk about what we're going to do next year, this coming year, what we're excited about mm-hmm. next show. Also, I'd like to talk about what we think the trends are going to be coming up. Yeah, because it's been a lot of things coming and going, a lot of stuff intertwined. And, and for a so while, we'll things that. were starting to yeah. look the same. Yeah, so we'll talk about that next time, next week. Cool. Well, That's I think we'll, we're going to call that an episode. Yeah, we'll call it an episode just because, A, I have to pee, and B, we need to go save your coffee makers. Yes, and need to get moving anyways. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for listening to 141. Um, if you like what we do, go listen to everybody else. But more importantly, go visit us on Facebook. Say yes. hi. Say hi. Um, Send us a message if you like, if you have suggestions for topics for us to discuss or talk shit about. Or if you want me to have another rant about something that might piss you off, and it might piss me off too, send it to us. Also, I forgot to do this in the beginning of the show because it's still so new to us. For all of our friends listening to us on Spotify. Spotify! Hi. What's up? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. we're on Spotify. Spotify, now with more us. Now with Oh, God, that's so bad. <laughs> Such a bad idea. Uh, they let us in. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Join us on Facebook. Say hi. Shoot us a message. Yeah, shoot us a message. Please. 2625. Go ride. That's the phone number. 2625. Go ride. And if you are listening to us on the Anchor platform... You can send us voice messages directly through the app. What? Yep. That's even more fun. So hit us up. We'd love to hear from we you. We definitely want to hear from everybody. And again, give us topics to discuss. Give us questions that you want answered. And we will get to them as soon as we can. Yep. And unfortunately, there is a guy who sent us a message like a year and a half ago on Anchor. Huh? He wanted to ask us a general question. And then, I'm sorry. I didn't know how to use Anchor then. I just came across it like the other week. He sent us a... Send us a voice message on. He Anchor. sent us a voice message on Anchor. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to ask on a general an app motorcycle. that we didn't use yeah. until like a week ago. Well, we used it, but we didn't really use it. We had it. I didn't know we had it. Yeah, guys, see you next week. Love you, mate. Bye. Turn that shit off.